Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. You all right, mate? Hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. We're really getting through these now, aren't we? We are tracking right through. I believe we're over halfway. I've lost track of what we're recording. Right I now. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you're not enjoying them anymore? No, I love them so much. It's yeah. amazing. Do let us know, listeners, if you're enjoying this. If if you're seeing us pop up on your feed again and thinking, these two, what have they got left to say? <laughs> Turns out, not that much. But we're going to keep on powering through anyway. Yeah. And today we're going to have a quick chat about something that, uh, when we were thinking of Christmas subjects, most of it was happy happy thoughts happiness um but harry told me something which is potentially quite heartbreaking and quite depressing no, uh, so i think we should talk about this subject nativity plays at school a formative fantastic lovely festive experience that most of us go through when we're young mm. harry apparently not so much you reckon you've never been in a nativity play am i right in saying that you are right in saying that it, i can't remember being in a nativity because firstly I would have a starring role um, you'd be a star I would be a star I mean I I've definitely I was in the choir at school and I had done shows I was one of the munchkins in what that's a different thing in uh, the yellow brick road Wizard of, Wizard of Oz I Wizard of, of Oz oh, okay yeah, I remember getting ready, all getting all my yellow t-shirt on, and not quite a starring role. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I remember nearly being—I was one of the brothers or something. For I was always um, what is it supporting? Yeah, but not extra. Actor. Um, I was one of the brothers, I think, for Joseph in his technical dream coat. He had several. And of they those. had some. Tw- it was it was Joseph. He was not good enough. Annoyed his brothers. <laughs> we did that at school as well. Did you? Yeah, I was I was a bit young then though. Oh okay. But I, it's funny like these, they're really really like vibrant memories for me. School plays. They yeah. were a big deal at my school. They were for me. I, mean, I was saying boys own at one of them. I did some stuff. <laughs> I did loads of stuff like plays and stuff, but yeah. never nativity. I just don't think we did it. Did you do Christmas? Like shows or anything, pantomimes maybe. No, I don't think so. Why we not? did we did Christmas songs at like assemblies. Yeah, yeah, but only like. No, they were just religious songs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, see for us it was. I'll have to ask Mum. I think bar one year when we did this kind of performance of Christmases around Europe, mm. like each like group of five or something we had to like come up and tell this big church congregation what our group was germany so we talked about a german um, a german holiday and we sang uh oh christmas tree but it was in german obviously yeah. oh uh, christmas tree <laughs> no, it was uh, i think it was old uh, Old Tannenbaum or something like that. Old Tannenbaum, Old Tannenbaum, Wir grün sind Weinblätter. Very good. Uh, something like that. Did that that just come back to you as you were singing it? No, it's been in my head for the last several minutes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, all these things really stick in my head. I remember like being 
on the brink of tears. I was a shepherd in quite an early nativity play and just the stage fright was far too much. And I didn't, I don't even think I had a line, but I was on stage <laughs> and just sit standing there with like... You just have to go and give some myrrh out or something. That's the king's. That's not a shepherd's job. What are you um, Oh, yeah. But yeah, like with a tea towel on my head, which now in hindsight probably isn't very racially sensitive, so probably shouldn't have had that. But like... <laughs> Yeah, I had like a cane in my hands and just kind of shaking and like trying not to cry. Um, and yeah, kind of, I think progressing to in year six, I was Joseph, I believe. So you were Joseph. I was Joseph. Oh, not Joseph and his tenny coloured. No, I Joseph, was going to say, you kind of have a star Joseph and his baby Jesus and his wife Mary. You get a speaking parts for yeah, that, that, don't you? Yeah, that was a speaking part. How but did you do that? Well, one. I was actually quite Was the, this in York? Yeah. Okay. One, I was quite the performer as a kid. Um, I really, really liked it. I was in a number of plays as lead roles. Um, I really... It, this was like me... Peak confidence before moving to Brighton shattered me. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Um, yeah, also bear in mind that in my entire school year, there was 12 kids, so... What? The competition wasn't huge. You <laughs> did not explain that at the beginning. Yeah, I that... could have had a starring role in 12 <laughs> kids. I had about 700 to give. No, but bear in mind, like, so we're reception through to year six, and everyone's in the whole place, so it's, you know, you're talking. So you're, did you say 11? 12 kids in 12, way. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you had 12 kids, so it was like three kids per year. No, 12 kids in my year. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Um, but yeah, it was lovely, lovely little school. Um, yeah, I, rem- I remember those very, very well. It was always in this massive church just over the road, and it was a big thing. It would always be full, and like those evenings would feel like a massive build-up. Um, and yeah, it feels a bit sad to me that you didn't have that. Well, I I have to confirm with the parents that I definitely didn't because. <laughs> Maybe it was a terrible, terrible time and I had to get rid yeah. of it in my mind. You completely but blocked it out. As far as I'm concerned, I just feel like if we had done one, I would have been part of it. Yeah. But who knows? I'll I'll get back to you at some point. Nice one. Expect an update in a future episode. Definitely do. Cool. And it'll be a future episode of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. We like podcasts, as people who listened a few days ago will know. And we're going to name check a few more that we've loved this year, right about. Now, Harry, would you give us one? I definitely am going to give you one. Um, (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) That took me a minute. Um, I'm going to go with Dirty John. That was good. That one. It was very good. It was the, the same makers of Dr. Death. Yeah, the Los Angeles Times, I believe, in in uh, yeah uh-huh. collaboration with Wondering. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it was quite similar. It was basically about a man who kind of introduced himself into a woman's life, and after a while, didn't seem to be what he had said he was. Exactly. Um, many, many things he'd said he was. A very manipulative man. It's all about the family dynamic as he mm. comes in and kind of takes kind of tries to take control of this woman and yeah. alienate her kids and it's got um, some shocking ends to it and proper cliffhangers and like jaw dropping moments that one yeah, yeah yeah that was brilliant wicked what have you got um i'm gonna mention the rat line which was a bbc podcast which um it follows 
this guy who is the son of a pair of high-ranking Nazis. Um, this is a real story. Um, and essentially, he's on a mission to prove that uh, his parents weren't complicit in the Holocaust. Um, he believes they were just public servants who were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and they were completely innocent. Meanwhile, the presenter of the programme, a journalist who is also a... I think he's a human rights lawyer as well, some kind of legal background anyway. His parents are dead now. Yeah, his parents both died. Um, the journalist, meanwhile, says they absolutely were complicit in all of this, and it kind of follows the tale of this guy's parents, and through that, the tale of what happened to a lot of Nazis after the end of the Second World War, who kind of fled... Um, prosecution is it absolutely fascinating is it presented by both sides so no it's presented by the lawyer okay. uh, the journalist who he says that they were um complicit in it but he goes and talks to he's become friends with this guy who's the son of the nazis oh, okay. um so he goes to his huge house in switzerland and um stays with him and goes through all the old archives um and his mother had given a lot of audio interviews over the years um and there's a lot of written text from his father and his mother, um, which is narrated by Stephen Fry. Texts. There's like diary entries and things like that, okay. letters between the two. Um, so Stephen Fry plays his dad. Um, it's brilliant. Who plays the mum? I can't, I can't remember. Another actress, okay. someone who is famous, but uh, I'm just terrible at names. Okay, um, but it's brilliant. It's really, really fascinating. Um, and it's a story that... Sounds really good. I think is it all finished? Is it like a complete series? Yeah, it's completely... It wraps okay. up at the end. Um, and I didn't really know, like what happened after the end of World War Two? I think I just assumed that all Nazis were locked up, but that is evidently not the case. No, no. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good one. Another one from you, maybe? Yeah, I'm really excited to look and listen to that, though. I've never heard of it. Um, the rat line, that is, people. <laughs> the rat line. Yes. Lovely. Um, yeah, there's one I'm going to mention, which I may have mentioned earlier on in the year, and that would be... Atlanta Monster which uh, <laughs> you're all about Atlanta I really am um, and all about murders and yeah. people like this I mean it definitely is like we either need to make a murder podcast Tim yeah. or just none at all because that is where things are going there's a I do you ever have those days where you think pretty much all the media I've consumed has been about murders and I, I'm a bit worried about what that means about me yeah. You know, spend my day listening to Atlanta Monster and Bear, whatever it's called. Brook. Bear Brook, and then go home and watch Making a Murder. And I think, I, I really need to get another <laughs> Why interest. Why do I want to follow murderers <laughs> everywhere? No, it is, it is just like that. I don't know. It's something so interesting about um, these open-ended things where you, you want, you're, you're like, oh, did he kill them? Yeah. I mean, it's not new, is it? Like, murder mysteries have been famous since the... Yeah, really or, yeah, but I think the real crime forever. aspect of it, the true is, crime stuff, yeah, yeah, that is kind of a bit more morbid, but also a bit more fascinating. We are hundred percent more interested in these things yeah. when we find out that it is a thing that actually happened. I mean, I still think Serial Season One would be the first one. Yeah, I think we should quickly mention that Serial Season Three came out this year as well. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it I was enjoyed pretty it. good this year. Uh, I still haven't finished it myself, so I can't completely tell you what my opinion is <laughs> but uh yeah I've, there's a few there that have been pretty good um any more from you i'm assuming you've got 34 more well i'm, I'm gonna go for like a big one for me this year one that 
I would probably say has been my absolute favourite. Um, of course, yeah. And it's Heavyweight from Gimlet, yeah. which is one that... It's a couple of series old now, and when it first came out, I wasn't totally convinced. No, I, I've only heard the first series, so please tell me why I should keep listening. I think something about the delivery of it took me a while to um, get on board with it. The guy's called Jonathan Goldstein, who presents it, um, and he's got a very kind of dry tone. Mm. He delivers it all very monotone, very kind of subtle humour, slightly sarcastic seeming. You have to kind of get on board with that, otherwise the programme's not going to do it for you. But basically, the premise is that he goes back to the moment that changed everything in someone's life for one reason or another. So there's episodes, say for example, where a woman who has had a baby 10 years ago but has never told the father. Um, Or there's a guy who was on a funny enough real crime he was on a jury for a guy who was accused of murder and helped sentence him to death to death row um, and he's felt guilty about it ever since and guilt when he saw the distress that that caused his the guy he'd sentenced family he's never been able to move past that so a lot of kind of going from kind of these serious points in someone's life he then helps them resolve it. And each episode comes to kind of a nice resolution with kind of a uplifting, heartwarming uh, final line. Was this, was these ones you just mentioned, they're in the later series? Yeah, so okay. they've both come out in the last few months. The, nice. the jury duty one was number 18, Sven. And Sick. the baby one was number 21, Rachel. How um, many episodes within a series? Well, I'm gonna say like ten. Okay, that's They've... a good amount to get through for me then. Yeah, I mean we're on tw- we're only done 21 episodes in total, but okay. um, I've even the ones I'd heard a couple of years ago, I've gone back to and listened to this year because I'm just like totally hooked. I I love it. It's we've been big fans of Gimlet, who are podcast producers for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. founded by a guy who used to work on This American Life, which is kind of the classic public radio. It's the like, pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah, it's top notch and the way this is crafted the way the stories are told is just beautiful um and yeah it's always feel good but with so much intrigue as well i think it's absolutely brilliant nice and um whenever that theme tune kicks in and i know an episode's ended i'm always a little bit sad and just want it to be the next week which is the sign of a great podcast definitely um so i'm gonna play it here and Fortunately, listeners, you're not going to have to wait till next week. You've only got to wait till tomorrow when we will be back once again with another episode. <gasps> yeah, yeah. <sighs> right, see you then. Bye. Yeah.
the things we 